1: Thanks for sticking with us. You're listening to the Mutual Audio Drama Network.
0: The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences.
1: Chapter 6
0: Heavy footsteps rattled down the empty halls of the Thraxis 8 security station. The station was manned by seven hundred highly trained security officers, all in the service of the universe, all hail the universe, but it was mid-peak, which meant that all shifts were on duty, which meant the halls were supposed to be empty. It wasn't necessarily a rule, but it was proper procedure, and proper procedure is what made Thraxus 8 the only security station in the quadrant that had a nine-star efficiency rating six-quarters running, of which the commandant was justifiably proud." "'all of which made the wearer of the boots that stomped through the otherwise empty halls "'more than a little nervous. "'Nothing that he had to say was, strictly speaking, by the book, "'and the person that he had to say it to was the commandant himself. "'The door hissed open, and everyone on the command deck turned and looked "'at Corporal Alders Porknane in surprise. "'He stepped forward and saluted, as the door hissed shut behind him. "'Didn't think it was shift change just yet, Porkneen," the commandant said as the rest of the crew returned to its duties. "'No, sir,' Aldous said, keeping at attention, even though the commandant seemed very casual. "'This was an old trick, and he was not going to fall for it.' The commandant snorted his pleasure at the formality. "'All right, Porkneen, that'll do,' he said. Aldous stood at ease. "'Yes, sir,' he said. The commandant seemed to be waiting for something, but he did not speak. At length, he smiled slightly. Even when his men did strange things like burst into the command deck at mid peak, they were still the best trained group he had ever commanded. Porkneen was clearly anxious about something, but he would never speak until spoken to. Report, the commandant said, leaning back in his chair. Sir, we've had a signal from an approaching ship, identified as Baker Fitz seven Theta, Aldous said, reading from his clip screen. Not because he did not remember the designation, but because that was how the Commandant liked it done, and the Commandant was the ranking officer on this station, all hail the universe. On approach, Vector six five gamma, a crew member said, reading from a large view screen so the Commandant would not have to turn his head. Standard hall, sir, the executive officer said quietly, not looking at Porknean at all. Prisoner transfer. Picking up from cell block alpha. The Slordeth, the Commandant replied with a raised eyebrow. <laughs> Good riddance to bad rubbish, isn't that right, Exo? The executive officer allowed a smile to play about her lips for a regulation 2.6 seconds. Yes, sir, she agreed. Aldous Porkney cleared his throat. About the ship, sir? Baker Fit 74 Theta? Yes, Porkney. It isn't, sir. Isn't what, Corporal? Isn't the right ship, sir, came the reply. The Commandant frowned. He looked up at Corporal Porkneen and did not turn his head toward the viewscreen, not even a little bit. Savat, what is the transponder designation on that incoming ship?' "'Baker Fitz-74theta, sir,' came the reply. The Commandant frowned a little more deeply and held Porkneen's eyes with a hard stare. He said nothing at all. Aldous shook his head. "'It isn't, sir.' Silence fell over the control room. The commandant sighed heavily and turned his head sixty degrees to face the view screen, which necessitated turning his shoulders as well to say nothing of shifting in his chair. He stared at the screen for a moment. It pretty clearly is, Corporal, he said with a tone of voice that suggested there had better be an explanation for all of this forthcoming. Yes, sir. But it isn't. "'Baker fit seven four theta is a Prowler-class ship.' "'That's a Prowler on the screen, isn't it?' "'The Commandant was growing impatient. "'Yes, sir,' Alders gulped. "'That's a computer-generated image based on available data, "'and part of that data is the transponder code for Baker fit seven four theta "'and the fact the computer knows that Baker fit seven four theta is a Prowler-class patrol ship.' "'Are you suggesting the computer is wrong?' The Commandant held back his anger, mostly so it could make a spectacular entrance later. The viewscreen image is wrong. Yes, sir, Aldous said, holding back tears. That ship is actually a scout, an older model, and a little beat up. Everyone on the command deck stopped working and stared at the madman in their midst. The Commandant could hear them not working. He could feel it. He could calculate the cumulative effect all of this not working was having on his station's efficiency rating, and it did not make him happy. "'And how exactly do you know this, Porknane? How are you gifted with sight beyond that of the computer?' "'I looked out the window, sir,' came the reply. "'You looked out the window?' the commandant said, his voice dripping with sarcasm. "'Just sitting.' "'having a bit of a daydream, were we? "'Thinking deep thoughts, staring into the infinite void of space, "'and happened to notice that a perfect system "'involving an infallible computer and a ship of the line, "'a vessel in the service of the universe—' "'Oh, hail the universe!' everyone else on the deck said as one. "'All those things were just wrong, and you were right. "'Well, thank goodness you were here, Mr. Porknain!' "'The commandant sputtered. "'Yes, sir!' Aldous snapped to attention, "'sensing he was about to be either dismissed or possibly shot. "'Get out of my sight!' the Commandant roared, "'spittle flying from his mouth in several directions at once. "'Yes, sir!' Corporal Porknean said in obvious relief, "'beating a hasty retreat from the deck before the Commandant changed his mind. "'On the flight deck of the ship that was calling itself Baker-Fit-7-4-Theta, "'the small crew watched all of this unfold with great interest.' I can't believe you broke into their security cameras so easily, Echo said, astonished.
1: I didn't break,
0: Bix Banderson said with a smile.
1: They weren't locked. I just asked nicely. Actually, I
0: asked nicely, the computer said sweetly. Yes, Bix agreed.
1: But I asked you nicely. Very
0: nicely, the computer purred. Bix shifted in his seat slightly like there was something he wanted to say, but decided it was not the moment. He gestured toward the screen.
1: There's no security on the cameras, or the transponder codes, or any of it. It was easier for them to put the security into the people than the machines. They wrote out millions of rules, and got absolutely everybody that lives anywhere to download the rules into their own brains over and over again. It's amazing. In a totally evil despotic kind of way, of course.
0: Of course, the robot agreed.
1: So now are you cool with my plan?
0: Bix asked, chucking Echo on one of his many shoulders. Not in the least, Echo said. It's still a terrible idea, and we're still obviously going to die. But a deal's a deal. You showed me they're even bigger idiots than we are. Let's pick up our prisoners and move on to the part of our mission where we're totally, obviously doomed.
1: That's my boy,
0: Bix agreed.
1: Computer, do we have a docking assignment? Requesting docking assignment,
0: the computer replied.
1: Don't get them excited,
0: Bix said soothingly.
1: Just buy the book. You
0: erased the book, the computer reminded him. But I can probably fake it.
1: What a team,
0: Bix Banderson said, leaning back in the captain's chair and crossing his hands behind his head. He could feel his Ranger Scout neckerchief, which still hung around his neck, and for just an instant he remembered that he was just a stupid kid from Earth. He was even more profoundly unqualified than his friends could possibly guess. Then he remembered that he was not that boy at all. That boy was Bixby Anderson, Ranger Scout Second Class, and he was Captain Bix Banderson of the Earth Ranger Scout Defense Force. He grinned, and the moment passed before it could even register as doubt. Corporal Aldous Porkneen crept along the hallway, looking nervously around like a rabbit emerging from his den. Not that he knew what a rabbit was. He was a professional security agent in service of the universe, all hail the universe, and he had no time for furry Earth creatures. He stopped and signed into a computer terminal mounted on the wall. Baker Fit 74 Theta had been designated to dock at Bay 65, which was the closest one to cell block Alpha, which was just as it should be. The ship was on its approach, having cleared pre dock automatic checklists, which was just as it should be. Everything was as it should be, on another perfect day at Thraxus Eight security station. "'Except it wasn't. That ship was wrong. Not just an omitted code or a glitch in the manifest. That entire ship was not what it was supposed to be, and Aldous wanted to know why. And how. Knowing how would be nice.' Everything about this was officially impossible, and finding out how impossible things happened seemed like a worthy occupation for an ambitious, youngish security agent like himself. The problem was, none of this was his job. Even noticing that something was wrong seems to have been far enough outside of the fuel consumption ratios he was supposed to be working out right now to displease the commandant. Aldous paused for an instant, then entered his own code into a search field. An overview of his personnel file flashed on the screen showing a thumbnail picture, in which he was probably smiling too much, and a series of commendations for efficiency dating back two cycles to when he first arrived on this station. At the very top of the list was a new entry, written all in red, which Aldous had never seen before. It was an official reprimand for erratic behavior, and it had been placed in his record just minutes ago by the commandant himself. Aldous felt a creeping dread. "'erratic behavior? "'That would follow him for his entire career, "'which would, of course, be the rest of his life. "'He would never advance. "'He would be calculating fuel consumption ratios "'until he was a wizened old man, "'and when people wondered why, "'they would pull up his record and see that in his youth "'he had been looking out the window, "'seen something impossible, "'and been too stupid to keep his mouth shut. "'No. "'There was still one way out of this, "'and that was to see this through.' Find out what that ship was doing here, discover how the system could possibly have made an error, and correct it in a timely and efficient manner. Alders imagined the reprimand erased and a glowing green commendation for meritorious service in its place. There was only one problem. He was not cleared for access to Bay 65 or anything close to it. Exceeding his clearance was forbidden and therefore impossible. Unless it wasn't. He began to sweat at the very thought of it but the beginnings of a plan were forming. Alders made his way to the elevation station at the end of corridor 9572B, which was the limit of his access, and waited. The shift change bell rang almost immediately, and crowds poured out from all around, each of them having only a few short moments to get from one place to someplace else. It only took one authorized key code to enable the lift to move, and Alders stood with his arms at his sides like everyone else and let somebody closer to the sensor make the entry." In this way he traveled quickly and efficiently, first to the outer sensor array, then to the maintenance grid, and finally to the docking arm, just down the hall from docking bay 65. Three unauthorized and therefore impossible transits in less than seven minutes. Efficient, but almost treasonous. There was nothing for it now. Now he had to save the universe. All hail the universe!